Welcome to the Big Ho Pod Show, a talk forum where old school hip hop meets Howard Stern at the Deaf Comedy Jam, an entertaining and informative podcast discussing everything from pop culture and topics of the day to frivolous fun and nonsense. The name Big Ho is in no way intended to insult or degrade any one person or people. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here are your hosts of the Big Ho Pod Show. DJ G Clef and DJ Big. What's up? What's going on? Yeah, Welcome out to the Big Ho Pod Show. It's another episode. We up in here right What's now, baby. Up? And first and foremost, we want to say this episode is being brought to you by Inside Design Orlando. If you want to get a dope website like I got one, www.mypartydjproductions.com. Hit them up at 407 405 4877. Yes. So, big up to him. Big up. We up in the house again. Biggs, what's up, brother? What's up, man? Everything good? Everything is good. Yes, Everything is sir. good. We got a special guest up in here right Woo! now. Going to introduce this man to the entire world. My man is legendary. I mean, he's been all over the world, been doing all kind of things, cuts it up on the one and twos, got the silver voice. He is legendary, is the man, is Jimmy Jams up in the his house. Jimmy, what's up? Yo, slow down, Pip. I got people looking for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they can find you with the Facebook now. You know that, right? Yeah, but they got to know my government, baby. Oh, <laughs> you understand? I'm get smart. Well, we know his first name is Jimmy. You want me to give him your last name or just bypass on that? Uh, Jimmy Jams is. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's, That's his it. name. That's right? his name right there. I'm still number one on the Google tip. So yes, sir. Yes, me. sir. He's here. So what's up, big ho? Man, <laughs> let me tell you, man. We, we just honored to have you up in here, man. Man, I'm up in the booties up in here. <laughs> you know? You know? <laughs> God, we ain't man. got no booties up in here. We we trying to get some up in here though. I said, "Booney, baby, not booney, booney." No booty. booney. That's booney. Enough. But give us time. We'll get to that too. Oh gosh, <laughs> we'll get to that too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, listen up for all you DJs out there. You better get your iPad or your notebook or something because we about to give you a little lesson right here. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh yeah, that's like, right. Time to old go. school, like old school, old, old school meets Howard Stern at the Def <laughs> Comedy Jam. That's yes. What, that's what we're talking about. Yes. Okay. Now, yes. Jimmy Jams has been in the game for a long, long time. Yes, I have been. Um, Absolutely. How many years have you been spinning, sir? Let him, let him know. I've been in this game, let's see, oh, 30 plus, about 31, 32 years. Oh, man. Okay. It's got history. I'm coming right behind you, bro. Next <laughs> year is my 30-year anniversary, believe Ooh. it or not. I just gave that number because, once again, for government purposes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's down low. I understand misdirection, baby. Keeping it low. I've Wait. been in Orlando since 82. Okay. Wow. Let's put it to you that 82 way. 82. Big. big my, my, my man's <laughs> eyes got super big. You know? Man, been here. Wow. Lord. 82. Oh, 82. Let everybody know where you're from because I know you're from, like, from where we're from. I am from Babylon, Long Island, New York. Long Suffolk Island, y'all. Yes, sir. And I'm, then I had a short pit stop in Glades County, Moorhaven, Florida. 
Uh, for those of you that don't know where that is, if you it's not the jail, it's not the jail. No, no. Where it, is it, that? It's on the southwest tip of Lake Okeechobee. Uh, recently, you guys might have seen the news bit about the kid that got his, his his arm bit off. Yeah, 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 yeah. The alligator. That's where Morehaven is. Man. Okay. Wow. What what brought you there? Alligator's a gangster. Uh, my my mom is actually from that area, born and raised in that area. So. Oh, okay. Transition, and then I moved to Orlando in '82. Uh, right. And I've been here since. Okay. Been here since, man. Been a journey. Yeah, yeah. A long now, journey. Now, me and Jimmy used to work together. I've known Jimmy for 13 years. We used to spin together at the BET Soundstage on yes, uh, Pleasure yes, Island. Yes, sir. Rest yes. in peace. Yes, sir. Now, we got three DJs up in here. We're going to give you notes on uh, for you young ones out there and people that are interested in uh, the DJ game. Of course, we're going to start with Jimmy, and we'll work our way around the room. Let, let's do like a question and answer segment. You want to okay, do that? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. That's, that's cool. cool. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to come up with a question. Uh-huh. Biggs, you do the same, and we'll go back and forth. Okay, And cool. we'll go around the room like All right. that. All right. All right. Jimmy. Yes, sir. What is your favorite DJ mixer to use? Like, for those of you that don't know what a mixer is, is that box with all the buttons on it that uh-huh. l- lets us send the sound out to the room. What's your favorite mixer? Now, it's like a car. Every car has a steering wheel. Four wheels. You know what I'm saying? But every mixer is different. You you know you uh, okay. use it the way you want to use you know. it. I'll give it to you three ways. Go ahead. And, and when I first began, there weren't that many damn DJ mixers to begin with, so I would say I had a silver Newmark 1150. Oh yes, okay. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> okay, that's going back. And then I had a uh, oh what was the name of that joint? I also had a Fisher Price Radio Shack conglomeration type. Bro, mixer. I had a realistic, realistic, that's, realistic. That's it. That's yeah. it. Bro, you could drop that from the Empire State Building. Yeah. It'll still work. Yeah. Fisher Electronics, you yeah, know, represent. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then uh, we had a, a Gemini DJ Jazzy Jeff MX2200. Yes, the Gemini. The, the, the black two, one? The, the black, black one. one? The, the two-channel. Yes. With the wood panels on the yes. side. Oh, yeah, yes. I had one of those. <laughs> okay. That's the one where the fader used to crap out every three weeks. You used to spray it with, like, deodorant. D- WD-40. I used WD-40, right. man. Right. Yep. Remember that? I've also had a... Uh, Oh my God! A uh, nine thousand GLI nine thousand. Oh, the wide one. Okay, with yeah. the v, with the VU meters on. Right, I had that's the Radio Shack one had a VU meter yeah. on it too. Yeah. And then I graduated to a new Mark sixteen fifty rack mount. Okay. Okay, so that's like the eighties eighty five, going into maybe the ninety. Went through a variety of all the new Mark joints. Uh, Gemini, you know, I don't know if you're looking for sponsorship or not, but you was whack. Um, and you know, we, 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 we checked them off the list. But we got a couple sitting right here because <laughs> they were real cheap and I needed to get some, but they are pretty whack. It, it was whack. Don't buy no Gemini. They make them worse than the Radio Shack now. For real. <laughs> Half our listeners now, like, oh, what am I going to no, do it's, with this? It's the honest to God truth, bro. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Honest to God truth. And then I got cute when I got into club music, dance music, house yeah. music, and all that. So. You had the Ure sixteen twenty. Oh, yeah. oh Ure. the knobs. That's what the knobs. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. The, and the predecessor to that was the uh, oh the Bozak. Yeah, the Bozak yeah. silver. Get joint. off the Bozak. Yeah, the Bozak. <laughs> wow. Then we went to the GLI fifty nine ninety, and then went touched on a rain. And uh, rain was probably the most durable of all the mixers, but at the time they weren't really into cross free. Well, we should get that. But Let's name it back or farther than that. My current mixer right now is a Pioneer. Uh, I've gone through the Vestaxes. We went through the Scratch phase, the Cubert phase, and the Scratch Pickles, and went through the, uh, oh, my God, the Disco Mix Club, DMX. Oh, yeah. The DMC, yeah, yeah. DMC. 
Uh, then we had the uh, when they got rid of the uh, Gemini twenty two hundred Techniques broke out their mixer. Yeah, that was kind of, that was yeah. similar to the DMC one, the SH the uh, two 12, channel. Yeah, SH twelve hundred still probably my favorite mixer to this day. The Techniques. Techniques. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Why, the, why do you like that one the best? Uh, first of all, if if you're a scratch DJ, you're constantly going through bleeds on the crossfader, yeah. crossfader breaking. And then you know you don't you can't replace the crossfader. You know if you're in the middle of a set, it's just not working for you. But the techniques to this day, I've never broken a fader. On top of that, they gave you a replacement fader in the mixer. So oh, nice. A, oh, okay. removable. Yeah. And, and then to be quite honest with you, um, from a production perspective, that was really the cleanest mixer. The the EQs on the thing were just ridiculous. Just this to this day, I haven't found a scratch mixer. Damn near, can't even say a club mixer. With the EQ, the feel of the EQ on that mixer was just just incredible to me. Plus, it was simple, right? You right. know, when you when you're doing you know tricks and this, I mean, you, every DJ we're, we're we're spoiled now. Yeah, you know, you've got crossfader curve and you got a you, computer yeah, in front of you. It ain't like it was back in my day. Yo, to these DJs out there, take that computer away, see what you could do. Yeah, exactly. You know, this thing, you know, you couldn't you couldn't crack your fingernail on it number one when you're doing crab and, and flares and such on so on and so forth but it was three faders on it and you really you know when you're in the dark or you know and when you're trying to you know utilize quickness for doing repeats and and body tricks and things of that nature you don't want a lot of clutter on your mixer right at right all. right 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 you know, and quite honestly you know when when I used to practice I used to practice in the dark or I practiced blindfolded so I had to know where every knob was and you had three EQ knobs on it. We got Mr. And Miyagi a, up in here. <laughs> you had, you had an up and down fade, two up and down faders. And you had a cross fader, and that's it. Right. And that's it. You know, you had a toggle. Uh, the only thing that I didn't like about the mixer, really, but then I grew accustomed to it, was the the Q control because it was it was rotary. Oh yeah, I like yeah. the fader. I like it's, the cross yeah, fader yeah, yeah, control yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then I learned just to leave it at half mass. So in one headphone cup. Right. Was the cue and the master was in the other. So right. once I became accustomed to that, right. you know, it was all good. And to the, you know, anytime I see a, a techniques mixer, I grab them. <laughs> I grab them. You know, mm, uh, wow. I've got a variety of mixers now. God knows. He got them yeah, on the shelf, bro. Yeah, I got a mixer. What? Hall, he got a collection. Hall of fame. You got a Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> <He got laughs> yeah. always, always trying to do the Craigslist thing or trying to find something exclusive like. The uh, scratch pickle, you know, red edition mixers, you know, weird colors and things like right, that. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to find. I have, no, I do not own a Rain 57. I don't have uh, one. I have an Empath. That's okay. what I go. That's with. what I've, I've been looking for, and I, I really love that mixer. Yeah. But um, the I've Empath. Been, yeah, the Empath. It's sitting right behind you, bro. Yeah, but it's yours. <laughs> yeah, we so I don't want to look at it too hard. <laughs> no, it, no, it's just that you know we work out the royalties and everything after this joint is over. <laughs> Uh, word, don't think it's out of my mind now. You know, come on now. I'm from New York, kid. We all from New York you know, over there, bro. Let's go. You know, straight, <laughs> what up? You know, straight off Dykeman, man. You know, I got a deal for you, but don't tell your friend. You know, it, it, that's where it goes down around here. Did you ever use the? Remember when Grandmaster Flash came out with that transformer box? Oh God, I had did, one. Did, did you ever was, use that? Guess who make that? Wow. Guess who make it? Gemini. I admit, I, I, I'm not going to front on y'all. I had a couple of those myself. Okay. I had one of them. But only because, first of all, you know, I was so deep into the culture that anytime anything new came out. Exactly. You, you had to have it. it. You had yeah, to have it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see how old you are. You guys, I still have a set 
of the new Mark cartridges with the lights on them. Oh, wow. Lloyd. Yeah. Wow. Got headlights on them joints. Headlights, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever saw them. Most Newmark. of our listeners going to be like, uh-huh. what they talking about? <laughs> for, for your information, a cartridge is the assembly on which the needle sits. Okay? Hopefully they know that. <laughs> it, 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 it is the part of the, of the mechanism that you place on the vinyl record. Well, for the CD uh-huh. DJs, they don't know about that. Oh, okay, well, we'll get to that, too. We'll turn them out, too. But, um, gosh, man, I had so much fun. I, I was, yo, the transformer boxes. Yeah, I, the, the things were. They had the two big gray yeah, buttons. They was pain in the ass, man. Yeah, yeah. you could really, do a better transformer with on the toggle. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, the toggle yeah. switch. Yeah. But the toggle switches at you know back then, uh-huh. the try to get one replaced. Oh yeah, when yeah, you broke yeah, it off, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. rough, my, rough, rough, whoa, rough. Jesus. Oh yeah, good luck with that. You know, I think a lot of these, you know, like Huber said, I remember. You know, I think my man Magic Mike also did it this way too, and then I found out. Not the movie. Re- no, 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 no. What up, Mike? Mike said when you broke a fader, if you didn't buy five or six faders. You was just out because waiting on mail order, you know, from New York or someplace, you know, to try to get your faders, you just wind up using the, the channel faders. So yeah. then I, I began to mix and cut using the channel faders instead of the going up and faders. down. I used to have yeah. to use a, a Yuri in a club cutting up like a fader. With the knob. Yeah. yeah. You had no choice. Yeah. It yeah. sounded hot. Yeah. yeah. I got yeah. used to it after You got like to get, it takes a, little, takes a little time to get used to that. Right, right, right. But yeah. now we're so spoiled with the cross fader. Yeah. No, see, I'm so cheap. Cause I ain't gonna put myself in a position where I can't make money. So whatever you got, I'm gonna make it happen. Right. Exactly. All right. All so right. you know you got rotary. Guess what? <laughs> you rocking a rotary. Y'all hear that out there? The, the moral of this story: you gotta be adaptable. Right. If you whatever want, you got, if you wanna make some money, you wanna eat. That's it. You know, you wanna say yo? Those of y'all with food stamp cards, y'all know how y'all get down. So you know, <laughs> y'all know y'all can't buy the soap powder and all that with the food stamps. So y'all know what's happening. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with being <laughs> on assistance now. We ain't saying that. Y'all okay? know what's real. So nothing wrong with let's it. Let's just keep it on that. My mama now. was on assistance. Okay. <laughs> so it's all right. Y'all might still be watching your behind with octagon soap too. So octagon. <laughs> oh, wow. I ain't heard that in a long time. <laughs> that's not Calgon, right? No. No, no that, that's the brother. No. It's the cousin. That, straight up lie soap, dog. Wow, that sounds like some backyard type. <laughs> Wash your booty and straighten the hairs at the same time. Oh man. I still got a rub board too, so let's not even front like that. I, I still got one of those too, kid. Wow. Yes, wow. pumice stone. I'm old school. Wow. That's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? So, Nick. Jimmy. Yes, sir. Tell me the first club you ever spun in. Where was that located? And tell me about that club. The first club that I spun at in Orlando, okay, was uh, this club called Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. Uh, the better, Beatles, the Beatles, that's a real club? Better known as the New York Times. Ah. It was a famous bottle club over in Maitland. Okay. When you know when I came to Orlando, you know to say that this town was segregated would be would be just <laughs> understatement. A, a, understatement. Okay. This place was wasn't I wouldn't call a hole in the wall, but it kind of was. It's almost like where we live now. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to drive down some dirt roads. You come off the Maitland Exchange, and, and go around the corner and drive down a dirt road in the back lot. And there was this building called the New York Times, and uh, owned by a guy named John Lindy Sr., um, who did very well here in Orlando with the hot dog cart. He's like the hot dog cart king here in Orlando. He still way. is? Still is. Okay. Yeah, he does a lot of screenwriting and writing Super Bowl pageantry stuff and all that. But And selling hot dogs. Oh, hey, bro. Yeah, I'm not even going to give away his hot dog secret, but I got it. It's hot. All he sold was hot dogs and... It was a bottle club, so you know he had Coke and Sprite and yeah. 
chips and something like that, and then you bring your own, you know. Right, right, right. And it was one of those spots that once you drove in, you know, understand that, you know, if you weren't strapped, you want to kind of lay low in the cut because uh, <laughs> anything could jump off. <laughs> or oh, one of them off. nice high flutin' clubs, yes. Yeah, one of those, but it was hot. The music, it was the best. Anybody, you know, who's from that era will tell you it was the, it was the best place. People And at that time, people used to travel from miles and miles around. I'm talking 40, 50, 60 miles to come to this spot. Because it was hot. It was hot. And it was was hot. there any other clubs around? Uh, not. You had skate centers. You had Fantastic Skate Center. Bounce. You had uh, skate. the joint on, on uh, well, I won't give away the location, but yeah, maybe two or three skate centers. Even those were segregated. Oh, wow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So on a Saturday night, they might have a mixed night or a teen night. Right, which was usually dominated by African Americans and and Latins, uh-huh. and uh, but during the weekdays, you know, on Thursday nights, you know, it was kind of MTV versus BET. How's that? Okay. Oh, I got All you. Right. Okay. So I had a mixture. So, but you had a bunch of bottle clubs, and the thing about it is that you could have, you know, a 16, 15, 16 year old chicken, chicken there, and you know, forty year old. It was open, you know what I'm saying? So that's uh, a mix. Okay, that's a mix. <laughs> At the time. No way. The clubs were very segregated, and even though I played everything, right, um, the opportunities were not being afforded to me, you know. And you know, so, you know, you had to pay your dues in this area. But I really started spitting out at the University of Central Florida, and that's probably where I started to gain my notoriety, along with uh, spinning at the New York Times. I was actually Magic Mike's backup DJ. Okay. Um, shout out to Mike again. What's up, Magic Mike? Mike? Yeah. Give give That's credit a good guy credit right to. there. Please note this down too. Don't front on your credentials, okay? If you are not the man, don't pretend like you're the man because you think ain't nobody with <laughs> anybody listen. Give credit where credits too. Be yeah. real, right, right. If right. you was a crate boy, right, you know, be a crate boy, right, exactly. You know, exactly. the best damn crate boy that you can like be. Like Flex was a crate boy yeah, for Flex. Chuck Chillout, I well, think, right? Yeah. yeah, Red Alert was yeah. a crate boy. Everybody, yeah. you know, you pay your dues. Tupac was a crate boy. You got to start somewhere. Exactly. Your culture. Your now, now, explain crate boy for our listeners. Though. Explain <laughs> it because they like, well, what's a crate boy? Yeah, what's that, a crate? <laughs> well, it, it's, it's not you bend over and and take it. Okay, that's not what I mean by crate boy. Crate boy oh, back damn. in the days, that was we hard. carried our, well, you know, I have no personal experience in that, but <laughs> moving on, um, crates were what you carried your records in. And back in the day, you had DJ crews. And your crew might be four, five, six people deep. You had the lead DJ, he was the best DJ, he was the headliner DJ. Then you had, you know, the manager. And then you had like a, a, a guy that was up and coming. And so his 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 dues were, or his job was to carry all the crates mm-hmm. for the crew with no dolly, a no dolly. And at that time, when we were using records back in the day, how many crates did we used to oh, haul around? Man, now we can carry thousands and thousands of songs on the computer. Oh, if you didn't have a record with you, you didn't have it with you. Well, you remember up until very recently I still used to bring record crates yeah and I used to keep them because it used to take me an hour and a half to load them in and at the end of the night damn near two hours to mm. load them out so Jimmy, how, how many crates just just about approximately how many crates did you used to haul around at last count before I got digital <laughs> I used to carry a minimum of about 1200 records with me. 1,200 records. And that's, each crate hold about two, right? Well, yeah, each crate. So I had three double crates. 
I had some, uh, and they carried like two, two twenty-five each, right, right, each, right. each crate. So that's six, seven right there. Mm. And then I carried four to five different uh, record boxes, custom record boxes. Yeah. And then on top of that, I carry at least fifteen hundred CDs. Mm. So you know, yeah. So yeah. all you new DJs that don't know nothing about that, be thankful that right. we in the computer age exactly. because you'd yeah. be lugging all that stuff. How we used to lug and all a that. A lot stuff. of them couldn't even get the music if you weren't in no record pool or right. not. You couldn't get it. Good luck. Didn't yeah. have the hot stuff. Now, now <laughs> it's like, and okay, point number two. Write this down on your on your notepad. Stop asking. If you can borrow my hard drive, <laughs> that's right. You know what I'm saying? You Stop know what I'm saying? Asking. That's like Bro. saying, "Can I borrow your wife?" That's exactly <laughs> what it's saying. <laughs> yo, 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 Jam, yo, yo, can we let me hook up? No, bro. No, no. It, it's like my man Red Alert says. My man, there's a fee for that. Big up to Red Alert. You Big know, up I, to Red Alert. That I, is my brother yo, from another. Yeah, yeah. I used to work with Red in New uh, York. You know, he's the one that got me into this DJ game, listening to him on a, on the radio. Yeah. 98.7 Kiss. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. Remember it well. Like memories See? right now. <laughs> Kiss mix. I'm going to have to call Red. <laughs> get him on the phone right let, now. Let him actually, where we are, I don't think I get sick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right now, all I know don't is give I'm up the location sweating. of the. Don't give the location of the bat no, cave. No, 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 bro. Well, they don't know where the bat cave is either. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, man, those days are humping. And then he's like, "Well, let me borrow a record. Let me, man. You, that's something that, man, you got to be my boy." For real, in order for me to loan you a record, right, 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 right. right. ain't happening, bro. Right, like, right, brother. I'd rather just buy you a tape and just make you a cassette. Guy. See, I'm old. A school. cassette. I'm sorry. Cassette <laughs> tape. Cassette tape. Pull it out the back pocket. Yo, I got the hot mix right Mem- here, y'all. Memorex D90. Oh man, I, I forget where I am. My apologies. I'd rather just get a CD or a oh. flash drive. Play wow. it until it pops. What about yeah. eight track? <laughs> oh, we, we, shoot. We, we could so, never record our no so, 8-track. No, I got oh, that. No, we got yeah. real DAT, ADAT. You want to go there? Mini disc, yeah. digital compact cassette. Look right there. That's a Let's mini go. disc player right, recorder right there. Got it all <laughs> here. All here. <laughs> Rule number three, don't play yourself. The old equipment is just as good as the new equipment, sometimes better. Yeah. They don't, it, like those old cars, durable. Durable, yes. man. And they don't make them like that it's, anymore. You know? When like, you use it well, it's seasoned. Bro, I got a yes. new a Newmark mixer on the shelf back there. Yeah. A 1700, uh-huh. the first one with the sampler. Right. Channel one went out on me because the the um the case I had, the road case I had it in, the lid wasn't on right. Mm. So it snapped. snapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I jimmy-rigged it. No, no, pun, no intended. pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it works to this day with a big lever on it. You'd be surprised. Wow. <laughs> you got a big lever. In the rogues, seriously, in the rogues gallery at the house. Mixer, 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 mixer. Got them lined up. And occasionally, up. I'll put one on Craigslist when I need some dough. Right, right. You know, and somebody will be, you know, I, I can't front. Oh, that's Jimmy Jams. Did you ever use that on the radio? Yeah, man, that was my beast. I got to have it. <laughs> okay, I'm giving way too much information. The feds are after me, so like I if said. I, if I got some broken down stuff, I'll give it to you, and you you just put your name on it and sell it for me. Well, we'll spray paint it first. <laughs> he said spray paint it first. Change, change the color and the markings. Yeah, and, and, and take scrape the off serial the serial number. number. Yeah. So what got you into the DJ business? Like, what inspired you? Like, how old were you when you started, and what inspired you to actually start DJing? Um, well, growing up in New York, there was always the radio, but mixing wasn't at that time very prevalent. You know, a lot right. of guys, outside of a, a few, like Flash and Bam were doing their thing. And that was just 
just just years away from what was really happening in commercial radio. Back at the time, Frankie Crocker was the man. Oh, oh man, wow. Frankie Crocker. <laughs> right? See, we, we can relate, bro. W-B-L-S. 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 New York, right? Exactly. W-B-L. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. World's S. looking sound. <laughs> Will you hear? <laughs> Vaughn Harper. <laughs> Frankie exactly. Crocker. Yes. Yeah. But so. was Bugsy ever on that station? I used to work with Bugs. Bugsy, yeah, Fred Bugsy Bugs. was. Wasn't he? Oh, was he? No, no, no. Did Bugsy Bugs, make it? Bugsy was on Kiss, but let me. But I worked with him at Hot. Okay, but now he's on BLS. Right. I'll, I'll fill you in on that in a minute. Okay. Bugsy, Bugsy. Plenty. Okay. Bugsy's back in the in effect. Okay. All right. So, what up, anyway, Bugs? um, I was a basketball player at the time. Yeah. And uh, you know, you'd have these little little crew parties. Like everybody in the neighborhood would have a party, you know. And the big thing was to try to get. Whoever was the biggest name DJ yeah. in your area at the time. So being as I grew up on Long Island in Suffolk County, there was this guy named DJ Pleasure. Okay. And uh, his name was DJ Pleasure. I'll leave it at that. But okay. he was, he was <laughs> okay. good, right? Okay. But, but at the time, you know, everybody, you know, this is even before the Kazals. We were wearing Swedish knits and pro kids at the time. Wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, with no but, soul, it was just like it, flat ground. Yeah. 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 yeah they, they had no arm <laughs> support. Yeah, the kicks at the time were like pro kids. Her right now. Leather cons, ponies, suede ponies. Um, wow, atomic hands. Yeah. Um, favor. Yeah, favor, favor too. Word. <laughs> see, but um, we were playing like the big records at the time were like. Uh, Take that to the bank by Shalimar. Yeah, wow. and uh, back then they were playing albums, so you know El Coco, Coco Motion. So wow. oh my god, yeah. Coco Motion! Oh, wow. I got god. these on the shelf, bro. Yes, <laughs> and uh, oh god, uh, there before the grace of God by uh, Machine. 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 Yep, yep, yep. And uh, push, push in the bush, and you know, oh like, yes, <laughs> push, push in the bush. Okay, that's a nasty song. So nasty. You know, the record that really kind of broke it for us was. Uh, I think it came in 78, 79 was uh, You and I by Rick James. That oh, was the yes. joint of the summer, okay? Yes. And then, uh, along with that was uh, Freedom by Grandmaster Flash. This is when, you know, everyone, every, if you wanted to be cool, if you weren't a ball player, you know, then you wanted to kind of look cool and stand by the by the booth to see what the DJ was doing. You know, never mind the girls. I mean, you might catch, you know, you know there were some that really had the game straight. Yo, you're there to dance and meet a, a female. Right. Not hang around a DJ, and, you know, and hold your, your jock strap. But that's the way it went down. And so even in my high school career, you know, and that's when the boom boxes were available. So we taped Red Alert and Chuck Chill Out. And, you know, Marley wasn't on the radio at that time. Marley um, Mar? Yeah, he was not. Yeah, he was Marley. coming. He was coming up. He was coming. Chuck, was, Chuck was the man. Yeah. And then Red really came through. Yeah. And uh, and then so on and so forth. And you had uh, Teddy Ted and Special K and oh, all yeah. that. So, yes. Yeah, we can. WNWK. Yeah, WNWK. I grew up on Long 9. Island. 9. And so a little bit later, yeah, there was WBAU. Oh, yeah. And Spectrum oh, Wild City. Man Steve. Yeah. Doc, that's yeah. when yeah. Dr. Dre and Public like, Enemy came yes. out of. Yeah, so, yep, yep. You know? But in the meanwhile, you know. I've been to that station. Been yeah, I guess radio? what I'm getting at is even if you weren't a DJ, if you had any sort of rhythm, you knew what the music was supposed to sound like. Right. You know, it's kind of sort of like, you know, you can't DJ, but you can tell whether the DJ's whacking up. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, so. Train wreck. Exactly. And then, you know, like I said, the pause tapes and all that, you, you know, the the uh, Panasonic boom boxes and You used to make pause tapes big? Oh, uh-huh. man, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Take it, just hit that pause button, and you got to hit it just right. Right on beat. Just, just right. right. So you don't get in some of them, depending on what boom box you had. 
if you had a good boombox, yeah. it was smooth. Yeah. But if you had a cheap boombox, yeah. every cut lag. you make, oh, click, yeah. click, yeah. you yeah. knew where the pause was. Yeah, exactly. The old ones, the big old ones were good. Like my Radio Shack one was pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it sounded like a mixtape when I was done you with it. A, I had a Panasonic and I had an Emerson. 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 We're yeah, talking about brands that just don't now, Yeah, they, they make sure do. <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, that was the thing. If you're a ball player, you had a boom box. If you're on the train, the bus, whatever, you had a boom box. There were no cassette walkmans or anything at that time. Anyway, to speed this up, when I came to college at University of Central Florida, um, we had a DJ there, a guy named V.I. from the Virgin Islands. That's what his, name, his name was Leroy Prentice. I'm putting you out there, kid. And, he, uh, you know... Some kids respect the VI. Let me just say that right now. But before we but, go, but, but, before well, before we just set it straight, some people <laughs> really sometimes think they're a whole lot better than than they actually are. Okay, right. and okay, I think I can say that and, and be, be pretty. Right, it's, you're accurate. Yeah. Okay, testify. And so, but you know, my man used to do all the parties and talk about you know when you come from the culture, when you hear something that ain't right, right, know, right, you know, you know. So it's like you just keep your mouth shut. Okay, there was a guy named Malcolm Lewis, and uh, he had a, a, a Newmark fifteen fifty. That was the the mixer with the rotary crossfader. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he used to fade in and out of records. Okay. And um, but no one's doing any mixing. Right. Like just mixing. Okay. In and out. And and well, just mixing. Just know what a blend is. Know what you know. Know how they to come in and out of records. Just playing, playing songs. Playing yeah. Exactly. Playing the same damn songs. So one day. V.I. said to me, you know, well, you know, if you think you can do any better, you know, go get down. I bought my first turntable. And uh, what kind was that? Oh, geez. Was it a garage? Oh, my God. I had one of those. My pops had one. We could, Red Alert. You know, Red Alert actually made fun of me. He said, because I told him there was a wood casing around it. He said, that sound like wheel of wood yeah. as opposed to wheels of steel. That's what it was. And a rubber band. For, you know, it was, it was belt drive. Belt drive. drive. With the drop, it would drop the 45s yeah. down for you? You had to have. No. No, I didn't have the arm. Okay. Okay. I had one of them joints. I still got one of them joints. I had it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um. This one was was semi automatic, okay. so I had to jerry rig it so it became automatic. I mean, you know, not manual, a gun, y'all. not right. a gun. Talking about manual, and then I had to. Yeah. About that was my first experience with making wax paper uh, spin mats. Wow, wax paper! <laughs> that and, <laughs> hey, and, hey, you got to make it slide <laughs> somehow, <laughs> right? You got to make it slip. Wax paper, paper, and felt. Yeah, yes, and, sir. Yeah, okay. I remember the felt. Yes, and sir. that actually, using those tables, made me probably the DJ I am today because. You had to develop touch. Oh yeah, you had yeah. to work. Oh, is it? Is it? That's when you had to like take your pinch, your the, the spindle in the middle. Did it have pitch adjustment on it? Uh, no. No. Right. Okay, so <laughs> you was pinching that yeah. spindle then. Well, actually, I was just dragging. You were dragging on the side. I, I okay. Dragging, okay. I knew what records were faster, faster than, than the, the others. Other. So yeah, that's the yeah, best way to do yeah. it. But then you know, at those times, at that time, you know, there weren't any drum metronomes so right, right. you know the record could speed up the drums could speed up slow down in the right. intro it was like real drummers yeah like live drum yeah, live band yeah it was yeah. a real so drummer you, you had to study that you all over the place right like brick house yeah yeah, yeah. oh my right gosh there. yes yeah listen yeah. up if you're mixing brick house it's not a drum machine that's real drums okay listen up if you're doing square biz yeah <laughs> Oh, that's one fourteen right, yeah. right there. By yeah. the way. I, 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 I can tell you what your in skill that neighborhood. Level is. Really, I can tell you your skill level just by how you mix that record. Right. 
right. you know, or Cold Blooded or any of those records. Right. Oh man, yeah. please. You can, have you ever? I know you've heard this. You hear DJ struggling and they stay with it. Uh, just drop out. Just yeah. bail out. You hear him struggling. Oh, it's gonna get I'm better. I'm going down with the ship. <laughs> See, the Caucasian term for that is train wreck. Yeah. The urban term for that is effing up. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> That's what that is. That's that's what that is. Okay. Let, let's just be completely honest about that. That's tell the okay. truth up in here. Okay. All truth. But, but anyways, I started doing started that, and then um, John Lindy's son was actually a student out at the University of Central Florida. I was a basketball player, so I didn't know how we met. I guess we had to wreck complex or something, and he invited me to come down and just you know, hang out. And at the time, Magic Mike, I don't want to give his age away, but he was still in high school at the time. And uh, he was Jay's backup DJ. And then I came in as the backup to the back. You know? Okay. And, you know, Mike and I's relationship started from there. Um, and it really has been, you know, just me grinding. Uh, lesson number four. Stop fronting. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. That's it. Exactly. That doesn't happen overnight, okay? We got this microwave mentality here, thinking that you're going to get... Yo, get just blow up and get big real quick. Right. If you if it happens that way, it's just the good graces of God you that ever it noticed, happened that way. You ever yeah. notice the most modest DJs that don't brag? They're the nicest ones on some turntables. You ever yeah. notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they don't need to brag. Right. Exactly. Need to brag. Exactly. There's some girls out there that are vicious. That you know they just sit back in a the cut. They don't say anything. The best best big DJs out there are the bedroom DJs, the ones. That, oh yeah, yeah. That will they live, down. breathe, yeah. Oh bro, yeah, yeah. I stopped going to school. I guess I was in college for DJing because that's basically what I did. You know, I got myself. How many times? Okay, I, I don't, I'll tell this story. I don't know. I almost caught a hernia waiting on my damn twelve hundreds to come through the mail from Rock and Soul. Wow, Rock and oh. Soul in yeah. Manhattan, Seventh <laughs> yeah. Avenue. Yes, it took, <laughs> it took three and a half weeks for these things. To come through the mail. Now, mind you, when you when your loot is light, right? Okay, and you done spent six hundred and some odd dollars. Yes. Yeah, nice deal. Try getting for that now, but bro, I went down to Delancey. You know how we do it on Delancey. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where I yeah, got mine. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah. I didn't cloak and dagger. I went the right way this time. <laughs> okay. okay. I paid cash money. Kept the receipt. I got that receipt to this day. Still wow. got it. I got that. And I got the receipt for my Newmark uh, DM sixteen fifty. I. I Wow. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. Somebody beat me on Halloween and, and cleaned me out. But that's a, that's another story for another podcast. Oh, wow. But I spent literally 10 hours a day reading every article, meeting everyone, everyone that I could possibly meet. And I mean, there were some good, there were some really good, decent DJs, club DJs right. at that time. Yo, Mike and I studied, 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 studied. Okay. As, as swift as he is and maybe as swift as I used to be, <laughs> there was a lot of work put into it. But it's something I loved. I did do I do it for free. And I spent hours upon hours upon hours upon hours making tapes, reviewing my mixes. Didn't sound right. Right. Didn't sound right. Do it again. Right. Didn't sound right. right. Didn't do yeah. You know, back then, you know, you put your records into sets. Right. You found out what records sounded good together. You know, the, the tempo and the energy right. and, and right. how fierce and how hot it was at the time. And you worked on your sets because back then, you know, if you ever got a chance to be on the radio, the worst thing you could do was miss a mix. 
Mm. That was oh, yeah. oh boy. Oh yeah, that's bad. You, you don't want to come out the house after that, no. you know. Yeah. You know, and you might work. I remember when I first got on the radio, I used to put in my in my half hour mixes a yeah. good four or five hours. Yeah. Making to, sure to put that one, yeah. You yeah, to, yeah. Just to make sure that it yeah. sounded Yep. Nobody's ears was better than mine. Right. Because right. I was my, my worst critic. Right. I hope you and youngsters are listening to this. <laughs> yeah, it's so, because this is what it takes. Yeah. Not only would I lay it down, I would record it and listen to it. Mm, don't like the way that sounds. I should have came after the second bar. You know, just right. right. You sit I was there the same way. Yeah. It's, the same yeah. way. It's like yeah. writing a paper. You write yeah. the paper and then, you know, you draft the paper and then, yeah, okay. Re edit. Re edit. Take that out. Take that out. Oh boy, when a real reel came with a razor blade, oh, I was the happiest oh, wow. cat on earth. Splicing! <laughs> wow. When yes. you could actually do a mix. The and Ataris, yes. right? They were a t- Remember those big ones, yep. Ataris? Yes. The Ataris, and I had a, uh, a Tascam 32. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't even talk about multi-tracking. I never liked messing with those, man. I never, because I was afraid my fingerprints were going to yeah, get yeah, messed, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, mess yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. And then when we started doing the digital editing, I was like, oh, this is sweet. This is yeah, sweet. Better, yeah. yeah. Okay. Faster, cleaner. Now you now you catch just use Ableton and all these other programs, right, like right. Mixmeister and all that garbage. It does it for himself. He got it made. Yeah, you know, he got it, it made. You know something? I, that's Somebody's a, grandma could be DJing right know? now if they get paid. You know what I don't understand hmm. though? What's okay, that? Remember back on, on, on BLS in New York? Right. They used to have now. He wasn't a he, he did he did some mixing, but he wasn't a DJ per se. He was on air personality. Ken Spiderweb. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's my dad's classmate. Really? Well, I got a question. Yeah. He used to do some mixing in the morning because he did the morning show. You, did you ever hear his mixes? It was kind of sloppy, wasn't it? His mixes was way off. He would say, okay, it's time for me to put the mixing gloves on now. Wow. And my man get down and it's like, he, uh. He should have taken them off. You know? <laughs> wow. He, he might have done better. He, he might have done better. Let's, let's, let's just understand. He was not a DJ. He was an on-air personality. Right, right. Okay, let's yeah, just make that I guess they, they had a short budget or something, so they had to get somebody in there. Well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways. Hey, my, my ears ain't better than his, right? No, no, no. Wow. Yo, but shout out to Ken Spiderweb. That's all in love. It's all in love. <laughs> what up, Amityville? What's going on? Remember okay. Ken wow, Web. <laughs> Remember that? So, as far as equipment, that garage turntable, the the uh, Newmark 1650. Actually, it was the Newmark 1150. It was the silver joint at the time. Then I graduated, you know. I remember because I got my Pell Grant, and it was a big decision between buying a new mixer or getting a new, brand new, spanking 13-inch color TV with the rabbit ears. Oh, yeah, you yeah. got the mixer. Yeah, yeah well, I've got TV. They use the Pell Grant money. That's why he don't want the government to know where no. he's at. No, that's, that's just another oh, cloak and dagger situation. Oh, that's boy. all that is. <laughs> but uh, just graduated from there, man, and just lived it loved it, you know. That was really, you know, my how, degree. How did you get into 102 Jams? How did you get that gig? <laughs> Okay. Uh, the station came on, and at the time, before you know, the station came around, they had some street crews. Tony Touch was, yeah, was here for for quite a bit. Oh, really? Yeah, Tony Touch was here. Yeah, okay. nice. Is he originally from Orlando? Or is he, is I think he's originally York? from Brooklyn, but he moved here. Right. Then he went. And back. then he, he had. He was part of his crew called the I Rock Nasty Boys, like all of us. And. Um, Babalu Bad Boys. Yeah. Ray. Rich and Ray Miranda were actually. 
uh, break dance. They were playing break, it's a break dance when break dance was popular here. Right. So they had this this Latin crew called the I Rock Nasty Boys. They had DJ, two DJs at some times, and a bunch of people, you know, dancing and breaking. And Rich and Ray just kind of, you know, matriculated into DJing. And they were hustlers. They were hustlers. And they actually were the first mix show DJs on one of two jams back in like 88. Mm -hmm. And they, they held it down for quite a while and did a very good job of it. Um, I was still paying my dues. I guess I was at the the community college level. I started off at the, at the elementary school, then graduated the middle school and went to high school. Now I'm kind of sort of like at the collegiate level. So I'm making money, but I'm, I'm not in that slot. I'm not that dude, you know? And um, one thing I will say about, I will always love about them is that the twins were not hated. Right. Now they, they, they locked, they, they kept their slot. Don't yeah, get me, yeah, don't get yeah, it twisted, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay? But, you know, they respected people who they respected, you know, so who they thought were really about it. So that they were always very nice to me, you know, giving me records if I asked for because they had to make show five, six nights a week. Mm -hmm. And they were playing all the hot joints, okay? And at that time, I had moved into house and freestyle and, mm -hmm. and uh, some Latin music and some world music as well as R&B and hip-hop, you know? And, um... Whenever I heard a record, and at that time they were getting test pressures that nobody was getting, right? You know, but every time I called them, hey man, you know, they write the name down. I mean, they give me the information, and you know how rare that is, yeah. You know, among DJs, right, know? right. Yeah, you know, I come from an era where people would go to a party just to hear a record that somebody else didn't have, right? You know, so they no, a lot of DJs would take the labels off. Remember exactly. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black out the yeah, label. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. I would yes, soak yes. them in the tub. Yes, yeah. I would, and yeah. uh, or or steam them off one record and then put it on the other record. Right. You know, because everybody hanging around the booth is trying to see what you're playing. Don't want nobody to bite exactly. your stuff. Exactly, unless you had, yeah, exactly. Unless you had, like, mad security. Yeah. You know, so now it's like, hey, man, you know, everybody got to eat Here's the name of the record. Mm -hmm. If you can rock it better than me, then so be it. It's meant to be. But back then, you protected what you had. You know, okay. Jimmy, you know what made you so great, too, is also that you weren't afraid, as you said, you played world music, you played just different genres. Now, exactly. you could you could be a hip-hop DJ, you could be a dance DJ, you could be, don't be afraid to step out exactly. the box. Exactly. These people are so narrow-minded nowadays, They all, all they want is one type of music. Yes, and don't be afraid. I mean, there's nobody, like Steve Barrington says, nobody can be you but you, so you know, and you're only as good as your last mix. Right. So, unless you're being groomed politically especially on radio mm. do you right do you right you know there's nobody that's going to give a better presentation of what you're about to hear right and if they dig you cool and if they don't well you know not everybody's going to like you anymore right exactly i'm yeah. glad you said that jimmy talk about talk about the politics of radio man just 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 a little bit talk talk about that i was really blessed um in that i came in at a time where i'd already put so many years in the game that I was kind of like a veteran, okay, so, and I didn't take no for an answer. Um, the politics of radio, sometimes when in Rome, you do what the Romans do. Right. right. I always made sure that I protected the brand. 